Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Drinks with Dub. I am your host, N-Dub, a.k.a. Dub City, a.k.a. Sorry, I ain't done an episode in a while, but, you know, shit happens. That's just the way the world works. But I am here this week it's with a brand work new, right, man. <laughs> new episode. Joined, as always, by the star of the show and the sassy single. Here we are. Once again, doing a show. There was a meeting had that I wasn't a part of, so I don't really know where to go with the show. I don't know how to start a show right now other than to bring up the versus battle with Gucci Mane and Jeezy. <laughs> like, I don't know when this is going to come out, but the shit just happened. And the New York Times was reporting on the shit, so it had to be a big deal. You know, two million people on Instagram watched it. You know, I'm, I'm sitting at a table with two people who could have gave two fucks about it, but I watched it. I enjoyed it. I kept up with your updates on Facebook. And hey, there you go. You know, you got one person that was at least interested in the commentary. No. I was. I was watching it. I was at work, though. So, I mean, I was just fucking around on my phone. I don't have a lot to do at work. <laughs> there you go. I ain't gonna call her out about where she works at, <laughs> but you know, I you know, talk to me off camera and I'll explain to you why you should care about that <laughs> <laughs> and how that how that may affect you personally. Because that's what she does at work. So, but Brittany, you don't you don't care you don't care about the verses. Not at all. Not interested. Not even in the slightest. Why not? I mean, First off. I was forced into hearing it, whether I wanted to or not, <laughs> because for whatever reason, you thought sitting at the kitchen table with your laptop open, blaring it through the whole household was a good idea for what seemed like two and a half to three to three and a half hours. I don't know. First off, why can't we just wrap this up real quick with like some just greatest hits, bam, 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 and be done? Why do we have to do this? I mean, I thought we know that there was a clear determined winner before it started. And then, <laughs> why did it have to go on for that long? I mean, shit. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the format of the of, of the verses. Eh, you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> I got shit to do. But do you though? I do. But that's why the whole that's that's why the whole thing started is because nobody has, nobody can go anywhere and do anything. That don't mean I don't have other stuff to do. We have children. <laughs> multiple. And one of them was in the process of bedtime. Which means that's time to catch up on everything else. Because <laughs> you ain't doing nothing while that child's awake. The other one was occupied with his video games and the other one wasn't here. Again, it's time to catch up on stuff I personally want to do. And watching them two go on for two and a half hours was not at the top of the list. <laughs> Even though I had to hear it anyway. <laughs> All right, then. Well, see, well, the reason I watched it is because I didn't know what was going to happen between the two of them. Like, I get that. Still, 20, 25 minutes tops if it started and it's going on you know the winner and if something gonna pop off it would already popped off well now you never know you never know because it got tense because you know you don't know if you know the history with gucci man and jesus but they've been i'm sure you're about to tell me i'm just gonna give you a brief rundown of it. you know they you remember the song so icy Yes. I'm so icy. like that was that was gucci's first hit and like jesus like second or third hit so they was it 15 years ago? After that, yeah. After that, they they fell out hard. I don't know what the fuck originally started it, but it was ugly. Like they don't fuck with each other. Like you almost had to pick a side. Like if you fuck with Gucci, you can't fuck with Jeezy. Some shit happened over. Jeezy said he wanted Gucci's chain. Some people ran in Gucci's house and he killed one of them. And one of them was supposed to be Jeezy's boy. And so, like I said, they really don't fuck with each other. And so Gucci, you know, back then they were doing songs dissing each other. And Gucci did a whole song about killing Jeezy Homeboy. And it was like, oh, nigga, that's, that's wild. So, and did that song during the battle. 
Like this nigga standing ten feet away and you rapping about killing his homeboy. Like, how this finna play out? Like, do you finna fire on this nigga? They if they gonna get the shooting and if they gonna get the shooting in the empty strip club? Cause that's what they had it at. They had it in Magic City, the strip club in Atlanta. And so it was like <laughs> Because it's Atlanta. Yeah, and why not? Why not? Where else you gonna have it? I mean, but then they, they, at the end, they came together, they squashed the shit, they performed Icy together for the first time, probably ever. That's probably the first time they have ever performed that song together. Glad to see we can be adults about this. <laughs> but that's, the, that's the thing about it is that, you know, you, you say that, you joke like, oh, we're glad they can be adults about it. The problem ain't necessarily them. It's other stupid motherfuckers that can't be adults about the shit. Like, I've seen people in the club get into a fight over Gucci and Jeezy that ain't got nothing to do with the shit. Like, you don't know these niggas. But you have picked the side to the point that you finna come to blows in the club. Mm-hmm. And possibly get to shooting and act crazy because these two niggas don't like each other. That's what's wrong with black people. That's what, that's what the fuck black people do. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I I struggle to care about celebrities in general. Right. Yeah. I really do. Because I feel like they're only so far up on a pedestal that you put them. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's obviously the case. They are human beings like we are. And especially the ones that act stupid. Like, oh, you just can't. <sighs> You say that, but when the when the kids go to sleep and everybody's you know everybody's occupied, you can't, no, no, don't you, you even you dare! You can't wait to turn no. the housewives on. <laughs> you cannot wait to turn one of them six housewives shows on and be no, <laughs> no, don't come for me. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and tell you, that's a whole different level. I don't put them up on a pedestal. I just like to see rich bitches with their problems because it makes my life seem better. <laughs> that's that's all that is because that's a reality train wreck. <laughs> and it's like, oh, so she really ain't all that bad over here. Maybe having money ain't for me. <laughs> Maybe that's why I stay poor. I don't know because... I would just fire on one of these bitches at this party if they was talking to me like that. Right. They done called my husband ten kind of stupid. They have gone a drink at me. Now we fit in the fight. You going in the pool. But you don't, but you do, you don't miss them. You don't miss them. I don't. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's a, it's one of those calm and relaxing things. Like some people do those, uh, like, wait. Like um, those house hunter shows because it, you know they, it's like their little fix. The housewives is my little fix. I mean, I don't know that I have a little fix. Like, I mean, those rich bitches crack me up. Because <laughs> I don't have a show that I just watch like religiously. I like my Law and Order. That's what I was about to say. This bitch up here been watching Law and Order since it came out. Yeah, I mean. How many seasons? 22 seasons of Law and Order SBU. And she has never missed an episode. Mm-mm. I have like the first four or five seasons on DVD. I quit collecting them after that because it's always on TV. So it was like. Yeah, yeah. Like, that makes sense. <laughs> it was always on TV. USA Law and Order channel. Yeah, right. Yeah. Basically, that's it. And they used to be like before I had kids. It used to be like the best thing ever when you would be like home and in your late twenties where you really wasn't doing shit like that no more, but you didn't really have kids. <laughs> and Law and Order SVU would run an all day marathon on Sunday. She <laughs> watch me lay in my pajamas and watch Law and Order all day. <laughs> and they come up with like they come up with themes. Yes. <laughs> like they, like that's the thing about Law and Order. They'll have like random themes. They'll be they'll just take like another show and be like we run in like they did 
what didn't they do like Orange is the New Black or some shit? Yeah. Like they did Because whole... there have been a lot of guest appearances <laughs> on Law and Order from the people that was yeah. in Orange and the New Black. Yeah, so, so they, they did an all day marathon of just the people that was in guest appearances of those episodes <laughs> that was from the Orange is the New Black. And a lot of them, it was before they were famous, so they was only in it for like ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like they was a waiter at a at a restaurant right. for like two seconds. It's like that's him. He was in that. Right. Wasn't that episode? <laughs> yeah, that's him. Yeah. They do that kind of shit all the time. Now we used to watch Bad Girls Club religiously. Yeah, that was that was early twenty stupidity right there. <laughs> I did see, and I sent it to Bridget. Uh, the Oxygen Channel apparently has its own like streaming app there or whatever, and they're doing this um, reunion, Bad Girls Club reunion, and they brought them all back. And they still is just fucked up as they was fifteen years ago. <laughs> Natalie with her big old five head. <laughs> Had all kind of work done, but still ain't got that forehead fixed. <laughs> what was so? What was the purpose of Bad Girls Club? Because I remember like people talking. It's about like it. Big Brother, but with a bunch of bitches okay. <laughs> that like to fight. Yeah. And drink. Okay. Yeah. Like top model, except they weren't really competing for nothing. <laughs> they didn't okay. win nothing. At so the it was end. like the real world with just women. Yeah. And they don't have no job. Yeah. They just here party and drink. Yeah. Okay. Like, like Jersey Shore, but all bitches. Yeah, okay. Stuff like it. Yeah, that's what it was. But they just like to you drink and fight and drink and fight. You get to go live in the big mansion with all these, all these other girls, mm-hmm. and y'all go out and party, and usually fights happen. Right. But they're having this reunion of all these girls from 15 years ago who still be acting just as ratchet as I was 15 years ago. <laughs> which I, which you know. Part of me has a hard time believing that, and then part of me don't. Like, part of me, Boston. like part of me feels you know, like gross shoes. I'm from Boston. Like part of me feels like you've had to have grown up since then. No, and, but then I know motherfuckers that ain't grown up since then. And it's like, yeah, okay, yep. I, I get it. Yep, I get it. Yep. Yeah. But apparently, they're not gonna have a host, and they're like. Like, there's no producers and this and that. They're just going to let them sit down and all talk. And it apparently, from the previews, does not go well. <laughs> but I don't think they wanted it to. So. If, reality, if reality TV went well, it wouldn't exist. You're right. Like, nobody want to watch seven motherfuckers in a house getting along. <laughs> just and Johnny is the Brady Bunch. The season where they were in Mexico when they kicked all them bitches out. And, oh, yeah. And, and then they all started getting along. Mm-hmm. And they didn't like it, so what they do? They brought back the bitches that had already been kicked out mm-hmm. or left. Ain't nobody wants to see. Nobody wants to see people getting along and shit. Right. They want to make sure there's drama. That's the whole point. <coughs> and if it ain't drama, they'll create it. Yeah. But you know. So, do you not like the people that's involved in verses? You just don't like the concept at all. Like. You wouldn't want to see like two artists that you like, like just kind of playing their greatest. Maybe, hits. but still not for two and a half to three hours. I don't think. Ah, that's hard. Here's the thing: you you said it, and, and I still don't. And you still didn't answer your own question and have a good enough answer that makes me wonder about you with the whole thing in the first place. Why you're obsessed with it? Because you said they ain't had no white people on no verses, and then your first instinct was to go say. Justin and Britney. Like I'm just kind of thinking of people that had that were popular and had a lot like a lot of hit songs mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you would say, like, hey, who who would you pick? And you know. And and then those two, because they dated and they had the, you know, the the mm-hmm. friction and shit, like, I, I kinda wanna see Britney sit there while Justin does Cry Me a River. Like <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like Cry Me a River. Like, I just Maybe the bitch starts shaving her head again right on right on Instagram. I mean, what's gonna happen? I mean, <laughs> oh no, <my. laughs> but he talked about me. But what I was gonna say was is that you went to that, but you didn't think to say anything about Eminem. Here's the king about ain't. It depends because the, the verse is, is supposed to be like a party. Like most of it is like party type music and Eminem don't necessarily make party and cry me a river is party music clubish party slow dance to it and you know i don't know whatever but i'd hear you'd hear cry me a river at a party before you heard um the real slim shady or any number of 
Eminem. And I don't know that I want to be at that party. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Because I'd rather hear Eminem before Justin Timberlake at a party. Like Justin Timberlake, period, or just Crying Uh, River? uh, No, still. I'd rather hear Eminem over Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Bringing sexy back. I mean, I'm not dissing on Justin, <laughs> but not if you have to ask me, not that he don't have some songs we don't like, right? But, but if you're gonna ask me to pick, bitch, I'm picking Eminem. Right. If you come up to me and say, "Hey, you want to listen to Eminem, or you want to listen to Justin Timberlake?" It's Eminem. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I probably would too, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> then why are you acting like that? <laughs> You want it to be a competition, and in my opinion, nobody's competing with Eminem. Eminem versus Drake. What do you again? What do you want? Do you want to, do you do you want the party music? Or do you want lyrical? Lyrical, especially between the two of them. I still gotta go with him. Uh-uh. I don't know. I think it'd be it'd be hard to choose. I would that would be something I'd sit there for three hours like, huh? Hmm. Ah. <laughs> that I could do for three hours. But you know what I mean? <laughs> but but like but I get I get what you're saying. Like, cause Drake is consistently moving up the list, like my personal list of like all time greats. Like for you know, four or five years ago, it's like ah, he ain't really got the body of work. He ain't done it enough, but he keeps cranking out fucking records. And it's like, but the more you listen to his songs, like lyrically, he's a genius. Yeah, he <laughs> finds little ways to work in things that, in a way, I don't know. It's much different than Eminem does. Yeah, but lyrically. Yeah. Eminem, Eminem is more about the wordplay and the schemes. Right. Where Drake, it's it's more the the content of the lyrics, the way he puts it in there. Sometimes. I think. Well, kind of like you know one of my favorite lines when he was talking about drunk text J Lo. I'll remember something about that. He's like, oh, that was that was slick. You yeah. Know, he put, you know. Uh, but he, I can't remember which one. I think it's is it Sandra Rose that he takes like a. Like a big hit towards the Louisville, Louisville college basketball team for losing, <laughs> having that <laughs> changing his shit sure wrong because he's a UK fan. Mm-hmm. So like lyrically, he slips some shit in here, there, and there. If you listen close enough, oh, yeah. then See, you're like, ah. And I've been saying for a long time about Drake, like females love Drake, but a lot of Drake songs don't ain't really no, no. positive when they're on that tip, like. Uh, but like that one where he's like, I bought this one a house, I bought this one a car, yeah. I bought this one a mall. Yeah, well, Just make sure you keep up with it all. Well, the one where you're talking about, like, this can't be your first time, this can't be your first time or some shit like it. It was off of Take Care. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I can't think of exactly how it goes. But it was like, he had flipped. He had flipped something. It was an old kind of beat that he had kind of flipped and made his own. But it was like it sounded like a love song until you listen to it, and it's like you basically calling this girl a hoe. This is what you're doing yeah. right now. Telling her it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Which kind of fits with today's R&B anyway, because the R&B don't they don't no. ain't nobody in love no more. No. Like I can't tell you the last time I heard a song and thought this motherfucker's in love. No, no, oh, no, no, you don't get those. Numbers. Yeah, because nobody is. Yeah. It's all superficial <laughs> bullshit. I, I've heard on songs where I heard this nigga want some pussy. But I, ain't, <laughs> right. I ain't heard about fucking love in a while. Right, yeah. He said he only loved his bed and his mama, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit. I'm sorry. Is he, though? Is he? <laughs> That's up for debate. <laughs> you know, but I mean, but like I said, and I have I've not watched all the verses. Like, it's not it's not appointment viewing for me. I kind of try to fuck with them when I can. But like the little John and T Pain one, them two niggas were just sitting around clowning the whole time, playing records. And I'm like, this is entertaining. 
Like, I was- by the way, <laughs> this is way off topic. But while you were in there and you were blasting the, the verses, I was scrolling through trying to find something to watch. And I was scrolling, scrolling through Netflix. And I got down to like where it was like crime movies. Mm-hmm. And I was scrolling, like going, you know, left to right thing, looking at them. Right. And how about Pineapple Express was under crime movies? Yeah, I saw that. And, I was, and like, I, I was like, you know, I mean, that's a stretch. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be under comedy first? You would think. <laughs> You would think, but uh, I mean, they were selling drugs. They, I mean, they were doing, they were committing a crime. So I mean, I mean, they committed multiple crimes. I mean, maybe that could be the it's Pineapple Express. Uh, you know, uh, that could be like the new Die Hard. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? <laughs> <laughs> like, it is a Christmas movie. <laughs> you know about that? Like, it, it takes place at Christmas, but. <laughs> Is it a Christmas movie? Like, He's the Christmas hero, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Christmas movie. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. If the Grinch's heart grew three times and we celebrate that, we can celebrate that. <laughs> <laughs> damn it, die hard. It should be a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. Just one of those things, you know. No, it's not. I had somebody try to tell. I had somebody try to tell me that uh, <coughs> the Scarface was a comedy, and I'm like, what? What? Like, had they watched it? Yeah, they didn't watch. <laughs> they didn't watch. They can quote it and shit. They just thought it was like, hey, it's got some funny parts in it, but it's far from a comedy, sir. No, like, right? Crime, maybe. Crime, I would put that, a, under I would put that under crime. Drama. I could see that, but no. So. Mm-hmm. If Scarface is a comedy to you, you've got some issues that you need to work through. <laughs> there was a lot of a lot of things going on in that movie. That... Maybe you should say something. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Go tell your your family doctor that you thought Scarface was. He, they will prescribe you something because he he killed a lot of people in that movie and he did a lot of drugs and. Mm-mm. Comedy ain't it, sir. <laughs> yeah. However, I did not choose to watch Pineapple Express. Mm, okay. I chose to watch The Social Dilemma. Mm. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Do, do, do we want to do... Yeah, we're, we're running out of time on this segment. Do you want to find some filler time <laughs> to and come back to this? Because that's it. I feel like you're gonna be on that one for a while. I haven't watched oh, it. Oh, she yet. is. She <laughs> is. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm just. I don't even want to talk to y'all no more. She is. But you don't. Do. You, <laughs> you 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 keep doing it. I'm done with y'all. <laughs> no, I won't play no more. Oh, I'm I'm with play no with more. you no more. I said good day, sir. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I, said, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Did you watch it? Richard? I have not watched it. Not watched it. You know, seemed interesting. You know, the description of it, and then the she goop- told me about it while I was watching The Crown. So I mean, I- yeah, I watched The Crown too. I started watching it the day it came out on Sunday, in bits and pieces as the little one has closed his eyes and pretended to be still for a few hours at a time, mm-hmm. managed to get in. There wasn't very many episodes this season. No, there wasn't. What was it? It was. I think it was only 10. 10? Blame, blame Corona. Hmm? Blame Corona. Eh, Corona. Because I, I really thought it was going to make it kind of further into their relationship. Hitman. Who knows? Hitman. <laughs> Who get the hitman? You said blame the Corona. I said blame the Corona. Blame the royal family. Blame Hitman. I don't know. Okay. Because, you know, I've read several articles that Harry has made... Um, a production deal with Netflix to put out like some movies or whatever. Like basically he's invested money, I guess. And part of his contract was, is that as long as the crown continues to carry on, they cannot talk about Harry Megan or the baby. Or he wouldn't have signed into the production deal that he did. So, so it's going to end. It's going to end at that point. Either that or they just won't never talk about it. I guess. You can't do it. You can't just, 
Well, yeah. I guess you could. They're not part of the royal family no more. No. So I guess he, I mean, they keep like, going with. Technically, he he like he's sixth in line, but he abdicated to be sixth in line. Like just move me out. <laughs> I don't want to do it no more. I'm out. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> Y'all ain't fit to kill my wife like you killed my mom. <laughs> Then people in the United States over there with their Black Lives Matter bullshit be all over this royal family. (laughs) First time in history you've seen a black person say, I'm going to go to America where it's safe. (laughs) (laughs) How much time do we have? I want to read everybody a little thing. Oh, yeah. You got time to to read that. So. I'll just read it. <laughs> I'll just read it. Uh, so, so I don't know where you're listening to this from, but here, here in uh, Hartsville, Charleston County, where we live, the school got some sort of grant, I guess, to get books for. I think it was the whole state of Tennessee. Like oh, every kid enrolled in the school state, or something. State of Tennessee, got maybe grants, to a certain grade. I don't know. Got grants to send books to like all the kids. Books. Scholastic books to all the kids up to a certain age, and so we got our box of books the other day. And one of them was about Nelson Mandela. And so the top of the page said, who was Nelson Mandela? Good question mark. Good hmm. question. So then the very first paragraph starts out with, what if you lived in a country where you were judged by the color of your skin? Hmm. If almost everyone you knew was black, but the government was controlled by a few white people. Hmm. The second paragraph, the government tells you where to live and where you could go to school. If they wanted the land you lived on, they could take it. Hmm. White people made all the laws. They also decided who would rule the country. That was the way it was in South Africa where Nelson Mandela lived. Now, as soon as she started reading that, what if you lived in a country where you were judged by the color of your skin? I said, what if indeed? (laughs) Tell me more about this make-believe land. This faraway place where such a thing could possibly occur. Because it don't happen here in the lovely United States of America. Not here. <laughs> Our government's not controlled by a few white men. There's 180 of them. One of them's orange. She's talking about. <laughs> I'm just saying. She said one of them. Sorry. Yeah. Like, and the other one, the other one has black streets going down. Closest route, John. This is the closest route, John. Giuliani been to black people in years. God, God, Frank. I'm going to have to gain composure. What if we lived in a place where you were judged by the color of your skin? I ain't never heard of such foolishness. Not here. Not in these United States of America. Where they wrote in the Constitution that black people was three-fifths of a person. Tell me more about this faraway land. Y'all almost want to cancel everybody. Y'all cancel... Kevin Hart couldn't host the Oscars because of some jokes he told 10 years ago. Y'all want to cancel everybody for some shit they did. Y'all ain't canceled the Founding Fathers yet for owning slaves. (laughs) Damn it. The reach only goes so far. Y'all canceling Christmas songs from the the 1900s and shit. (laughs) But it's okay that Thomas Jefferson owned slaves. That's cool. George Washington was a slave owner, but he's still the father of our country. How about we, how about we cancel the whole Constitution while we canceling shit? If y'all telling me I can't listen to R. Kelly, why y'all still supporting the Second Amendment? <laughs> that was written by slave owners. Oh, but we don't want to get into that. Y'all don't want to cancel that, do you? <laughs> what if? <laughs> Tell me more about this make-believe land. Of judging people by their skin color. America. Oh, I almost died. <laughs> I would have died. 
Hey, in all fairness, they killed my people before they even started mistreating your people. Yeah, I know. That's why they had to bring us over here. They realized they couldn't do shit by themselves. <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> if they don't cancel us. All right, we are back in our make-believe land where 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 you're judged by the color of your skin. <laughs> Ooh. Nelson Mandela, that was, was a good dude. Good dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe somebody will learn something from the book that they, they sent around to the kids. Book is Sweet Baby Jackson's first Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. He went down me. And he was still so sweet at the time. Mm-hmm. He still sweet. You leave him alone. We will as long as he's sleeping. Mm-hmm. But we, we're back. And like I said, we we got on the tangent about Nelson Nelson Mandela and cancel culture. Hopefully they hadn't canceled the podcast yet. Uh, Didn't nobody break down the doors. Yeah, nobody, nobody broke down the doors. The men in black haven't showed up. So we, at this point, are assuming that you are still hearing us. But, you know, I don't know. Zuckerberg may be after us after this because Brittany wants to talk about the social dilemma. No, I told y'all. I'm not talking about it. Y'all tired of hearing about it, so I'm not going to talk about it. Like I said, Brittany wants to talk about The Social Dilemmas, a documentary that she watched on Netflix. Seemed very interesting. Like, the part that I was watching, it almost looked like a movie. Almost on some, uh, it was almost on some inside-out shit. Like, it was a bunch of motherfuckers sitting around a control room controlling shit on people's phones. And she's just going to act like she ain't hearing me and don't want to tell y'all about the social dilemma. So I guess you have to watch it for yourselves and learn uh, learn exactly how the Russians uh, stole the 2016 election. Uh. I know you're trying to bait me. I'm not stupid. I know you're trying to get me to go off on a tangent about it. It's not a tangent. It was the whole thing. It was like you wanted to talk about it. We was going to let you talk yeah. about it. <laughs> We're gonna discuss it. Social media and But y'all haven't watched it, so you can't really discuss it. We talked about verses, y'all hadn't watched that. That's true. <laughs> I have deleted everything pretty much from my phone after watching it. I can tell you that. It's just uh once you watch it, it's very easy. If you watch it, at least with an open mind, because some people are going to go into it thinking it's fake just, news. yeah, it's just fake news or bullshit or whatever. But these people that were in the documentary were actually like co-founders of these apps, like you know, VP of like media relations at Facebook, the guy that created the like button, the guy that helped up set up pretty much the whole Google Mail Gmail format. You know, these people like wrote these algorithms and set these things up and they were part of it. And they will tell you in the documentary that, you know, when they first started doing this, they had no idea that they were going to keep going a step beyond and not using it in an ethical way. So I have a question. Is that why when you get to talking about something and then all of a sudden the ad for it pops up on Facebook? Not necessarily. It's not necessarily about talking about it. Like, they're not listening in that form. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, it's not as much like Big Brother, like, oh, they're listening. But they're really, it's not that they're listening, but they are monitoring. And they are using that monitoring technique and algorithm to figure out, like, literally when you scroll through Facebook, they time how much, like, if you stop scrolling, look at something, they time that. Engage the amount of interest that you had in that so that your newsfeed will start showing you more stuff that you gauged interest in. So that you will continue to keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Because the more you scroll, how many more ads do you see? And for every ad you see, they're making money from you. But not only are they doing that, by gauging what your interest is, they skew you in other platforms. To only see and believe what you want to see and hear and believe. And that is how they, this whole governmental political polarization that's happened in this country with the people continuing to argue about, oh, this side or that side and blah, this and that. And it is all geared by social media. And in this documentary, they explained the whole Pizzagate thing that went down on social media was all fabricated by social media. Because things can spread six times faster on social media 
than they can anywhere else. All it takes is one motherfucker to see something, mm-hmm. and then they share it and share, share. And right, and it depending on because I don't believe nothing. But here's the thing: <laughs> it depends because if you if they have programmed your little tracking tracking you down and have programmed your algorithm to the fact that you are more interested in hearing what this person has to say because they're on this side of the issue, which is you have been tracked to being on that side of the issue. Then it pops up in that suggested for you. They said that is the like number one worst thing to do in any YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. If it pops up and says suggested for you, that means they have already tried to tailor and track you to the point where and if you click on that and keep going to next recommended, you go further and further and further down the rabbit hole of what they continue to show you under that belief. And that's easier for millions of people to keep pushing that idea towards one person. <clears throat> yeah. That's how you end up. <clears throat> So you end up getting your news from uh, what the fuck? Newsmax. Newsmax dot dot some shit or net. Real political, real politico dot com and shit like the fuck. Who the fuck reads this shit? It's not just who reads it. Like it is because we have allowed social media in so far mm. that we choose to believe that what we find across the internet is more believable than what we can watch on the television in front of us because the person on the social media platform agrees with us. Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing. Here's the thing, like, logically, to me. Like, most people on TV have had some sort of education. They've had to go through some job interviews and you know, work their way up to getting to TV. Like, any motherfucker with an internet connection can put some shit on the internet. Like, that's the part I I don't understand how people don't get. Like, this guy is the truth. And, like, he lives in his mama's basement. Like, his whole set is, like, it's it's his mama's old bed sheet hanging up behind him. Like, that motherfucker is is the, the authority on political relations in this country but i mean even if you just take the the political aspect away from it it's every agenda like the black lives matter QAnon. you know i mean you could go down the list of these organizations shortly after facebook was introduced in that country and was starting to circulate and the app was tailored to their country there was like an internal civil war and one of the presidents of the country was killed and like a sovereign dictator took over. And it was all due to Facebook. Because Facebook went in. The, and this is what happened. And this is what they were building to. This was like in, I want to say it was like 2010, 2011, 2012, somewhere around in that area. And they were saying, this is why people, it's hard to believe the concept that the Russians hacked Facebook. And this is how they won the election. Like, nobody computes how that equals up. But what they were saying was is that the Russians didn't necessarily hack Facebook. They learned that algorithm and learned how to manipulate the algorithm to push out enough content in Facebook to those people that had been tracked and monitored to be on that side to push further content. Mm-hmm. To make them buy in and to believe this was the way. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and that's, you know, that's what social media, you know, especially especially Facebook because Facebook is so large and there's so many people on it posting so much every day, all the time. That, you know, because I've, you know, I've been aware of like these algorithms and shit for a few years, you know, because, you know, from doing music and the podcast and trying to share shit and have a page, like, yeah. You know, like with the Facebook pages, you know, you remember from, you know, the. Trying to do it when that solved that makeup. You know, the makeup. They, you know, even back then, they were trying to stop you from using it basically as free marketing. Right. Like they want you to use their, their, their ad, ad services. They want you to and... pay for your post to be seen, mm-hmm. which you, you know, you think, oh, that's a good idea. Like, shit, they, you know. For ten dollars, eight thousand people will see my shit. Yeah, but eight thousand people don't care about it. All right. You know what I mean? Like, 
the algorithms like basically work that if motherfuckers click on some shit, that means they're more likely to see the next shit. Right. And if two people click on it, then they more likely to show it to another motherfucker. Like that's how shit goes viral. You know what I mean? Like back as far as like the fucking cat emails. Right. You know what I mean? And the chain letters. Like if enough motherfuckers keep sending the shit, right? More people. It's like see. the fruitcake at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> just don't die. It's just out it's there, just there floating around. Like candy leads. corn. It just shows up. Yeah. 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 Who, who even brought that? Yeah. It's here. Fuck it. It's here now. I guess here. You want some? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. But you know, and another thing is, it's not just talking about like you know what it's used and how it tracks you as a person and. <clears throat> you know, they really said it literally does monitor. It's not like in a big brother way, like the microphone's always on and they're listening to your every thought and every out loud moment or anything of that nature, but who they digitally track you to be. And it's like, they make this little digital avatar of you to keep you going. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that this is the problem amongst like young adults and middle-aged adults. Like our age is about the political side of it. But the dramatization of how from 2010 when Facebook really hit apps and cell phones and kids of that age, which would be like Pembroke's age, grew up with this cell phone in their hand. The amount of the suicide rate was up like 135% among girls between the ages of 12 and 15 because they could not live up to that standard of, I don't know if you want to call it harassment, bullying. Yeah, that's oh, a fine line to say. It's like they oh, couldn't live up to the pressure of well, being what they thought they should yeah, be for well, social media. Yeah, not even just like the harassment. Like, yeah, because, you know, we've known, you know, I guess our age group has known that since like fucking AOL chat rooms and shit. Yeah. You know, motherfuckers say anything except behind a computer screen. Right. Like, we'd be sitting, like, what but it's you? like they. because that's the next point was is that also the rate of plastic surgeons that are seeing girls at a younger and younger age because they want to look like these snapchat filters in real life and they're alarmingly concerned about the girls at such a young age wanting to have these procedures done but i mean like you're not even finished growing yet and being who you're supposed to be like it's not a good idea to start going in and cutting on that and you know yeah but you know what i mean like Remember, like, the, the what, Yahoo, they used to have the little game rooms, play, like, checkers and shit. Like, motherfuckers get to arguing and shit, typing in, you know, sitting at the computer. Like, I live in such and such and such and such. I'm a me. Like, motherfucker, you 14 years old. You ain't finna drive three hours to fight a motherfucker. Right. But you finna say that shit online. Right. You know what I mean? And it's still the same way with social media. Like, and then the other thing, you know, you're talking about, like, you know, the plastic surgery and stuff like that. Everybody wants to like they want that heart. Right. The, you know. And that's what they were talking about. They had brought a psychologist on from Stanford who had actually taught a course to these people on how to build these algorithms to keep people addicted, basically. And one of the other psychiatrists that, you know, they were showing how he'd done that and he trained these people. And a lot of those people ended up working for Facebook and Google. Mm-hmm. And then the other psychiatrist that they brought on, I think, was like from a different, like Harvard, Stanford, you know, Oxford, some shit. And what she was saying is, is the human nature, our physiology has not changed, but the technology has changed at like quadruple millions mm-hmm. ahead of our physiology. And our brains aren't handled, to, they can't handle that yet. And that's why we become addicted to this thing. And it's because as a human, your physiology says you need self-gratification. You need someone to tell you something nice, to feel good about yourself. It feels good to know somebody's thinking about you, talking about you, caring about you, blah, blah. But your brain was not made to get that every five minutes when you refresh that screen. Mm -hmm. And when your brain has programmed that I need these likes, I need these hearts, I need these whatevers, and you don't get them, you feel like something. You're starting to get worse. And worse mm-hmm. and worse. That's why you see motherfuckers, you know. We see but the addiction is like, it's like crack. You yeah. got to keep going back. It, yeah. it didn't work this time, but maybe it'll work next time. Yeah. And that's why people, you know, like they talk about that, like gratification and shit like that. That we, I think we've talked about this on the podcast, you know, at some point about like, you know, women, you know, I'll use women as an example, you know, in relationships. You know what I mean? Like 30 years ago, say, your boyfriend or your husband or whatever pissed you off and you know what I mean? You get with your girls, y'all go out and have a drink. A couple of guys hit on you. You don't, you maybe you flirt with them a little bit at the bar, but you don't exchange numbers. You, you know, it's just left at the bar. You feel good about yourself. All right, cool. Go, go back home where I want to be, 
you know, whatever. But now, instead of doing that, you just get on social media and complain about your boyfriend. And now it's 10 motherfuckers that have direct access to you in your DMs and, oh, baby, you don't deserve that. And it's like, now the shit's right here in your hand. And it's, you know, it's a more direct or more it's a more immediate yeah, it's a more it's, yeah. it's that immediate gratification mm-hmm. but it's also a because more, i know for a fact i know at least two maybe three girls on my timeline on a constant basis that for post at least at least minimum two selfies a day yeah mm-hmm. and basically always begging for a compliment mm-hmm. in the status that is posted with the selfie right and it's like, um, stop. Yeah. And, but then that is more unattractive than anything else you could mm-hmm. possibly ever do. And then, you know, but you know, they want that attention, but they only want it from certain people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like they're you, begging for that certain person to speak yeah, up or, uh, or a certain type of person mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, but here's the thing is it's that certain type of person that's landed you posting that it, many it, selfies exactly. on Facebook every day. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, y'all can't see me, you know, y'all obviously, you know, we're on the radio, but you know, Bridget and Brittany can see me. I'm going to, you know, put my double D's in a tank top here. I'm going to raise my phone way the fuck up here and take a picture straight down my shirt talking about look at my new toenails you know what i mean and if the wrong motherfucker says something look at you being thirsty yeah yeah but if motherfucker you won't say something here's what i have yet to understand is this pose where they move the certain way but they're way up here, but they have to have this other arm behind their head. What is that about? Why does the arm have to be up here around or behind your head? What is, looks, is, what is that doing? It's supposed to look casual. Like you're just you just laid out. No, 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 no. Stop. It's the same thing. Like, Do you know what my casual looks like? Yeah. It don't look like that. I promise you that. Like, <laughs> It's just like standing around. Right now. (laughs) It's like, you know, people be standing around somewhere and like, you know, cute girl or cute guy or whatever is walking up. Motherfucker, act cool, act cool. Once you've you've said act cool, you're not acting cool no more. Right. It's over. Like, you finish trying to strike some pose. And I have questions about some of them. Like, do you just get like, I know y'all ain't be out here doing much or nothing, to be honest with you. Um, so do y'all just get up and get ready and put on all this shit ton of makeup and these skimpy little outfits just to take the, the selfies? Yeah, because you ain't going nowhere. I mean, what else you got to do, I guess? Yeah, but still, that seems like a lot of work for some attention. Because if you can't just like me for me, then homie, we in trouble. Because about three, four months into this, I'm not fit to do this every day. Guess what? I don't look like that every day. I don't look like that when I wake up. I don't look like that after I have cleaned the house and took care of these kids and done this 20 loads of laundry. I ain't got time for all that. Yeah, look. Listen, I wear makeup like six times a year. That's it. <laughs> look, new rule, new rule. Before, look, anytime after 8 a.m., you are not allowed to use the hashtag I woke up like this. You shouldn't be able to use the hashtag I woke up like this, period. Well, I mean, I, I might give it to you a little bit, you know. Like, at least be early if you're going to use it. Don't don't wake up, don't post something at 1130 and you got a full head of, you got a full, your hair done, makeup done and all. Bitch, you've been up for three and a half hours. You ain't woke up like nothing. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? If you're going to do if something. If I woke up that early with makeup on, it's because I went to sleep with it the night Amen. before. And I, didn't, and I didn't get a lot of sleep and that shit is still looking good. Fair <laughs> enough. I'll go along with that. You know what I mean? You left the club at three o'clock, went to Waffle House, you know, got home at six, kid woke you up at 745. Damn, my makeup still look good. You know what? <laughs> Let me let me hashtag. I woke up like yeah. yeah. I'm with you on that one, no, but uh, I ain't about that life neither. <laughs> no, right. yeah. First off, I don't I don't like people that much. I'll be honest. I really don't. Y'all are idiots. It's 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 concerning. Not y'all. Not y'all. Y'all y'all taking the time to listen to this podcast. Y'all cool. 
But them other motherfuckers, yeah. they idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all cool. Because if you're listening, you, you've listened long enough that we're on the same wavelength mm-hmm. and you got some common sense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really just don't like the general public. <laughs> mm. I don't either. Right. Y'all is some bitchy, whiny, no good for nothing happening. Yeah. Like I've been look, like I've been trying to tell y'all I was, I'm a trendsetter for about 12 years now, but y'all don't want to believe me. You know what I'm saying? I've been seeing I seen Country Wayne with a Mighty Ducks jersey. You know, uh, you know, you know Country. I I've been seeing motherfuckers with these jerseys. I've been doing this shit for what three, three, three four years, years, three, four years. Actually, we've been in this. How we've been here for almost yeah, coming up on four years. And I got you the first one before we lived here, so almost five years. Yeah. That I've been on that I've been on the movie jersey. Now everybody trying to jump on that train. Look, we've been quarantining for two years now. <laughs> yeah, we, no, were, I, we were quarantining way before the shit was cool. Only y'all want to jump on the shit when the, when a virus show up. Talking about that, we got a quarantine. We've been doing this shit. We've been in the house chilling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What do you mean? So- yeah. What do you mean social distance? Who am I around yeah. socially? <laughs> Yeah, Who is social. you talking to? I don't even deal with. I don't even. I don't even deal with people at work. <laughs> you gotta stay six feet away from motherfuckers. I've been doing that. <laughs> the term I would touch you with a six foot pole has been a rule around here for years. If I can touch you, you too close. <laughs> Back up, homie. <laughs> What you talking about? I started to laugh because Bridget's always, if they're that close, kick up. Because, you know, obviously I'm short. It's not a secret. (laughs) (laughs) And so 95% of the time, I do not find pants that fit in length. It just don't happen. So most of the time, I usually have to side out somebody that can hem up some blue jeans. (laughs) And this one lady had done it and messed up these pairs to the point where they were still wearable, but it didn't look all the way right. <laughs> and you weren't really happy about it. And I was like, ah, we just get ready to go out. And Bridget's like, I'm like, I don't know if I can wear these because they look so funky down there. And Bridget's like, if somebody is that close to notice that him is off, you should kick him in the face. Right. <laughs> so we've been social distancing for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> if you close enough that you can see something wrong with my outfit, you are too motherfucking close. Back the hell up. No gatherings of more than 10 people. <laughs> I don't even know 10 people. <laughs> Not socially. <laughs> Is that including kids? Because I still don't think that equals to 10. <laughs> well, there's barely been 10 people in this house, period. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, not happening around here. But y'all want to jump on the bandwagon now because of the because of the virus. The vids. The because of the vids. I'm always scared of the vids. I just I just didn't like y'all. That's all that was. I didn't want to be out. They out here. Yeah, they out there. Yeah, they out there. They out there. They walk among you. It's safer in here. I've never been a people person. Though. I know. <laughs> I tried at one point to be like a friendly, sociable person and no. stuff, but I find it exhausting because there's times you want to be like, bitch, what? <laughs> and then you realize that not everybody's on your level that when you say, bitch, what? They don't find that. They Some people find that insulting. <laughs> That's why I mean, you've been friends for so long. Like, bitch, what did you just say? Because, because I'm not willing to go out and find anybody else. So, yeah, I mean, it's exhausting to pretend like you didn't just watch this bitch lie four times in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. I'll see you later. I can't do it. Right. <laughs> Either I like you or I don't like you. And I've been to tell you how I feel one way or the other. And if I like you, we're going to be friends for a long fucking time. <laughs> Once you're in the circle, you're in the circle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's hard to get in the circle. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to get out the circle, too. Once you, yeah. Once you... Well, it's because you realize that inside the circle was safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not so safe out there. Yeah. It's a safe, safety zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a safe space. Mm hmm. We ain't talking about being triggered. Oh, <laughs> <silence>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't, that's how I feel about people in general. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been just saying, I've been doing this shit for years. <laughs> this ain't new. Yeah. This worry. is new to you. Yeah, I'm about to go crazy right here. <laughs> By the way, while we're talking about crazy. People went on quarantine and they dropped in crazy. Our routine did not change right. at all. I ain't noticed nothing except y'all just be buying so much toilet paper and yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what y'all are doing with it. I saw white signs too. Toilet paper I did. Right. Wait, wait. What are y'all using the toilet paper to make lifestyle wipes? What is happening? The paper towels. Hmm. I bet I was using them with the paper towels, making it with the paper towels. Maybe. Anyway, while we're talking about the crazy, um, <laughs> Bridget has watched The Crown. I have watched The Crown. You were actually watching the episode of The Crown with me at this yeah, particular time. Oh, she was great. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this guy breaks into the Buckingham Palace and has the conversation <laughs> with the Queen. <laughs> Broke in twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> twice. He went back the second time and actually had the conversation with the queen. And while they're talking, he's telling her, basically, shit has fell apart in the country and it's not great. Like, three million unemployed people and whatever is going on at the time. And he's one of these unemployed people that's fell on some really bad times. His wife done left, took the kids. He's not allowed to see him no more bullshit. And so, anyway, he goes to talk to the queen and while he's talking to her, he says, now they tell me I have mental health issues. I don't have mental health issues. I'm just fucking poor. <laughs> <laughs> and the boss said, if that ain't the truest shit I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I have mental health issues. I'm just poor. <laughs> I know it may seem like that to you from your palace, but the struggle is real. Bitch, I am angry. <laughs> I don't have shit because I don't have shit because I don't have money. I don't have money because I don't work and I want to work. Y'all won't let me work. Y'all won't let me get a job. I can fix all of this shit. I just don't want to be poor no more. Because I like how he tells her. You know, this Palace, this place is really falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> you could hire me for that. Yeah. I thought that's where he was going yeah. at first. Yeah, I was too. He was like, I can help you fix some of this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got me out here on unemployment. Yeah. They say money won't solve all your problems. Shit. <laughs> you don't know my problems, do you? <laughs> I, don't, I can't think of one of my problems that wouldn't be solved by money. <laughs> I mean, and I don't even want to be greedy about it. I just no, want, I just want to be comfortable. I just want to be comfortable. Like yeah. I don't, I ain't planning on going out here and buying no five hundred thousand dollar house, no hundred thousand dollar car. I just want to get out of debt. I, I, yeah, and be just comfortable. I just want to have just enough in my my checking account that you know, if some shit was to go down, I've got money to cover it. Right. That's and maybe take a vacation once a year. Right. I don't even need to go every year. Yeah. Just just be able to take just be able to know you can take a vacation. If you want to. You know what I mean? And be able to like do like, you know what? Let's go to the movies tonight. And not <laughs> have to think like, hmm, I missed that hour where I left work an hour early yesterday. That's gonna be on this next paycheck. So that's gonna I mean, we can go, but we can't get no snacks while we're there. We can just just the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like y'all fit to eat this yeah, five dollar like, happy meal when we leave. Like, we can oh, stop by Walmart and buy the little dollar things of candy. Exactly. <laughs> like I don't want to have dollars. Baby, take your big purse. <laughs> I just don't want to have to think about twenty dollars. Yeah. Hell, I'm telling you, this was I was probably pregnant with Jackson because I knew it was one of the yeah I was pretty pregnant with Jackson and I think I knew it was about the time that this was going to be one of the last times Dwayne and I would do something together alone as just me and Dwayne mm -hmm. and I decided to take him to the movies and out to eat and I, that was it though and I think I spent $70 and he's a child ticket and mm -hmm. a child meal by the way yeah. you know I mean like because I did let him get a snack at the, you know an icy and a snack and you know but like spent $70 in a child ticket and a child meal and I still spent $70. And I was like, damn, no wonder these kids be out here doing this Netflix and chill. Fucking take a bitch out on a date. It costs $100. Right. Because she fit into eating an adult meal and getting an adult ticket. Yep. <laughs> and then, and then wonder why motherfuckers want adult activities after this date. <laughs> 
Hey, look, man, look, look, look. I'm not gonna disrespect you or nothing, but you know the movie tickets I just spent and the snacks you got and the meal we ate afterwards. I could have took that money to a prostitute. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We gonna have to work something out here, <laughs> other than just you gonna call me because you ain't finna call me. <laughs> I pay for my own shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this ain't a date. <laughs> uh, make sure you put that on two separate tickets. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I'd be that bitch anyway. <laughs> like, oh, like, by the way, this is on separate tickets. <laughs> Like we not together. Did, like Lennon did Penny on that trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need one ticket for <laughs> Yeah. Ticket for 12 bucks. <laughs> you got I it. Like that video on Facebook. Did y'all ever seen that video on Facebook? Then go into that drafter. And he said something to that chick. And I, I don't know, something about sleep, uh, having sex or something. And she was like, no, man, we just friends. We just friends. He was like, all right, that's it on that order. And she was like, hey, what about me? And he was like, no, we just friends. Yeah. <laughs> I got a separate order. <laughs> what about that girl that cussed that dude in the parking lot of, at McDonald's over at Dollar 10? <laughs> Tell that story. <laughs> oh, you were talking about that she comes to the drive-thru and they only ordered a drink. But she was like, she spent a good portion of. Oh, the motherfuckers that was. Oh, these motherfuckers was arguing so hard. <laughs> I, I, I take that back. They was not arguing. She was going the fuck off on him. He didn't say a word. But they had pulled up to the speaker. We could, like, there's a camera. Like, we could see you at the speaker. And so we heard him. We could hear her yelling and, you know, cussing and shit. Fuck is going on? She is going. Oh, why is she talking so crazy to this dude? Like you ain't shit and blah blah. You know, motherfucking this and raggedy motherfucking that. I'm like, damn. So we done gathered up to like <laughs> the back and shit where we can like actually see. And she's like, where the fuck's the forty cents at? There was two nickels at. The-. I'm like, damn bitch, what is going the fuck? On? She done called this man a hoe. Said he sucked dick. <laughs> she. <laughs> And we just like, oh my god, like this bitch is wild. And then she finally ordered a large water for 55 cents. It was like, oh my so everybody scattered and shit when she then she pulled up to the window to get a water. She's like, excuse me. I'm like, yeah. Uh, if I want to get this motherfucker out of my car, where can I take him and make sure he, like uh I don't know, the police station maybe? <laughs> like the only thing I don't know to tell you, like I'm no way you just drop a motherfucker off at like the fire station. Like, the fire station. I mean, he groans. So, I mean, if it's your car and you don't want a minute, I don't know what to tell you other than call the people on him. But she was madder than hell about that forty cents. Oh, uh, she wasn't mad about that. I mean, she, I think the forty cents was kind of icing on the cake. She was, <laughs> she was plenty mad about some other shit that was going on. The forty cents yeah. was just happening at that moment. Yeah, she, you know, she was mad. That about was just. <laughs> this bitch wanted her large water now. Yeah. I think she wanted more than that. I think she just realized that that was all she was going to get. <laughs> Maybe that was what was wrong with her because if you ever met a bitch that was hungry, <laughs> we're not friendly. <laughs> we really not. I figured out that's why the lions send the females out to do the hunting. <laughs> because <laughs> they're so angry, they kill everything that moved just to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but I be yeah, motherfuckers be coming to that drive through going off, and I'm like, y'all know we can hear yeah, you. Like, like, look, that's just a, not only can we hear you, but we, we can, can see you. Yeah. Like, that's a tip. Like, if you go to a fast restaurant, fast food restaurant, like with a drive through and shit, if you are at the speaker, it don't matter if you have spoken to us or not, we can hear you. <laughs> so all the shit you talking to motherfuckers on the phone, on the phone. Talking to your boy, boys or your girlfriends or whoever, all that shit you talking, it's somebody listening. <laughs> so if you ever been on the phone talking some shit to somebody about something that you didn't really want nobody else to hear because, you know, you got church in the morning, so you don't want people <laughs> to know you're doing that kind of stuff, and you pull up to the window and they looking at you kind of crazy, that's why, because they heard that shit you was talking that you were getting ready to go out and do after you leave the fast food establishment. Yeah. You took my order Monday, Monday morning. Was it Monday? 
Yeah, because I always come. I always come through on Mondays. Yeah, yeah, I open Monday. Yeah, you took my order. Congratulations. I thought about telling you, bitch, you know what I want. <laughs> when you come across that speaker, it was like, welcome to McDonald's. Because I your order, I was like, that's a Maya. That's a Maya. I'm probably like, no, the fuck I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I don't do regular orders. <laughs> They don't pay, now know mine they don't pay me enough to remember your order. I'm sorry. Like you got the audio shit with me. This one, this is one kid that like, that like I said, we can see people. You know, pause the speaker. He he'll he'll start he'll read their order to them before they even say anything. Like you want your usual like yep. I'm like more power to you. Mm-hmm. You ain't getting no raise for that shit. <laughs> like mm-hmm. the motherfuckers could have told you what they wanted. Cause then they expect everybody to know what the fuck they get. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know you. <laughs> and then we'll get huffy when somebody don't know. Yeah. They ought to know mine by now, but I mean, I wouldn't be huffy and puffy if they didn't. Some people are though. But. I don't fuck with McDonald's for breakfast. What pisses me off I'm is that I do it. come through there every Monday morning and there are still Mondays where they still fuck my order up. According to everybody that I talk to, basically, if the yeah. ain't working, they ain't yeah. going. Yeah. And according to everybody that comes into McDonald's and talks to me, nobody in Hartsville, Tennessee has ever gotten a correct order from McDonald's. Mm. But yeah, they keep coming but back. But y'all keep coming back. So, it is what it is. Uh, the McGriddles, man. Y'all got me with the McGriddles. I can't give them up. But y'all be fucking them up and giving me biscuits and McMuffins. And I don't want that shit. I want my McGriddle. I got to where I check my orders before I leave now. I'm still protesting McDonald's breakfast. I know. Them chicken and biscuits was the shit. But I like my McGriddles too. Daddy pissed me off not long ago though because he, he went and got a one. I was like, hey, bring me back a bacon, egg, and cheese one. He brought me back a sausage one. I hate y'all's fucking sausage. <laughs> well, on that note, Anybody <laughs> got any final thoughts? <laughs> oh, that's not a good place to end. <laughs> I guess it was. We now know that the sassy single hates sausage. No, I hate McDonald's sausage. <laughs> she hates clown and sausage. And let's all let's all remember that she gets uh, that she plays with packages all day. Yeah. Still single and pretty big ones sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the time we got. We better get out of here. Uh, we'll be back next week. If you haven't already, like us, follow us, subscribe. And if you knew better, you do better.